Uh. Yeah. What? 2021. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Let it rock. Let it rock. <laughs> Let the beat rock. <laughs> it's like hard knock life. This is gonna be one of those things where it's like in Dave, where like if we give you the if if we give you the beat to run on, you know, this you got to use the most of your opportunity instead of just folding in. I, I will know, say we've like, been a much more welcome environment than like the carport in Eight Mile. Yeah. For some reason, you just haven't jumped in. Well, much like in Eight Mile. You know, it's nerve wracking and I'm going to choke. So I want to I want to like and he was better than I am now. No. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Here's the Scenario podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Feeney, being joined with me as always. Brendan motherfucking Sagalow. And also Mike Cannon. Wow. Yeah. Not supposed to curse in the first five minutes. Brendan. Whoops. Well, this is a this is a hypothetical (laughs) based podcast. We answer your questions, your what ifs, morality, anything that you have. It's uh, it's more to more of like a podcast obstacle course that you help create. Send us uh, your your questions, your hypotheticals on our at here's a scenario dot com. You can go send it through the Instagram, uh, send us an email, whatever you want, and we'll get to them. We got a bunch today from uh, from listeners. I'm very excited about that. And also, uh, we are a brand new pod uh, in terms of being publicly here on Laugh Button. So if you are new to the podcast, write a review, tell some friends about it, share the wealth, share the love, and uh, we'll just keep giving you that good good. It's getting bigger and bigger every single week. I'm getting more DMs from people saying, holy shit, where has this pod been? Where did it come from? Mm -hmm. Like, babes, we've been doing it for over a year in the secrecy of the Patreon. (laughs) Now we're finally out loud proud. The, The absolute ego that we had to be like we will do what no successful Patreon turns out for good reason uh, podcast has done before which is be Patreon only and yeah. there's not even yeah. a public free element that nobody would that people would know about so yeah we really had the balls to do that and failed miserably so welcome to the fucking show everybody welcome to the free show yeah yeah <laughs> uh, we also had to kind of jump through hoops for some legal, legal obstacles yeah, we, yeah. we may have had initially and, shout out our lawyer what's yeah. up shout out gas should we get a uh, should we get some questions going let's get some questions alright this was sent to us uh, via Jonathan Osmond. Um, here's my question for you guys. In this future podcast slash podcasting is illegal. Oh, in the future. In this future. Get it. Podcast podcasting is illegal. The three of you get invited to a private pirate podcast yacht where anything goes. You each plus two, one friend from the comedy scene. Why plus two, one friend. You, you each plus two? Okay, so we're all on the Skankfest boat. Yeah, plus two for uh, <laughs> comedy scene, and the other we're on the SS Skank ship, <laughs> the SS Kankfest. <laughs> I mean, this is written crazily. Uh, where anything goes, you each plus two. This comma, guy must be a Sagalo fan. Yeah, <laughs> you think so you each plus two, comma one friend from the comedy slash podcast scene, comma the other is your dream get. Dead or alive, whoever you think would be fun to party with for three months, and you're fully loaded, good to go. Oh, did I mention your captain is the one and only Louis J. Gomez? Bon, okay. bon nice. voyage, doggies. Love the podcast, dude. You all rock. Thanks. Let, let, I let, don't let, understand. Let's this hang on. I do. Well. I do very well. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it very well. However, let's let's like just draw attention to the adorableness of whoever submitted this because in their heart of hearts, all their favorite podcasters just hang out together at all times. Podcasting is illegal, but you still get to seize your friends. (laughs) (laughs) So in this, so we're on a boat We're we're, uh, we're going on a private pirate podcast yacht. Okay. So that's what we're doing. We get, we each get to bring two people. One is our friend from the comedy scene and one is uh, our dream get dead or alive. That's right. So who, what, what people are you bringing? Friend from the comedy scene boom lucas with his camera yeah <laughs> he's recording footage either secretly or publicly whatever the rules of the boat are okay and then dream get well it's a yacht pirate podcast boat so i think there is no illegality i think the boat in itself is illegal so anything that happens on it and in international waters i believe is is copacetic right but that'll go on patreon.com slash scenario sure will so yeah. or the dark web <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that'll be immediately uploaded to silk road right and, uh, be on the next uh, Little St. James travel brochure. Yeah, Al-Qaeda <laughs> behead someone. And coming up, here's the scenario. 
<laughs> it's just me and Brendan on our knees on a sand dune being like, I don't know how we yeah. got here. Yeah, yeah showing our assholes button. to a man in a, in a ski mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's what overlook about the ISIS videos is that those poor fellows must be sweltering hot in oh, their ski yeah. masks. One guy should have just been like, take off the mask. Maybe you'll think straight. Yeah. Isn't our facial hair enough of an obstruction <laughs> yeah. to our features? Yeah. Why are you <laughs> mad at me? You should be mad at the God that told you to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you bringing? <laughs> you said you're, you said you're bringing, He's bringing Lucas, Lucas and then who yeah. else? Who's your the, dream the, get dead or alive? Dead or alive? I mean, is there? I, it, how many times can we say Leonardo DiCaprio? But I don't even want to bring him on that boat because I want when I hang out with Leo to be perfect. I can't expose him to the likes of yeah. LJG and and company. He'd be like, "Oh, I'm." It's also I, I've swam in cold water before. I'm going to dive off the side of this. Ship. Yeah, he'll he'll get a helicopter to take him out of there. <laughs> yeah. I would even say he's fighting because uh, again, you got to keep in camp. mind this is a podcast uh, thing. So you want yeah. somebody who's going to be good on podcasts, and I'm and I. I know I run the risk of them steamrolling and taking over the pod, but it's either way, it'll make for a brilliant thing to watch. I'm bringing Robin Williams with nice. me because he, he would just imp- imagine him on podcasts. I mean, you never get a word in, but it'd be so <laughs> fun. Like Have he, you heard him on podcast? I feel he like he'd Marins. be a lot quieter. He did Marin. Yeah, but on a, but a in a quiet little church mouse. Yeah, but on a private setting, like, I mean, in a public setting where it's like there's P, it's a live podcast, he's going to perform. Sure. Okay. That's a so you want answer. him on the Impractical Jokers cruise. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah. Which brings me to mine. I'm bringing Murr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my friend, I'll bring Sal. I'll That's bring, I'll bring you know Sal. And- I'll bring Frankincense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my friend in the comedy, I'm going to bring Luke Monez, and we're just going to make POV it be like videos all fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even get, like, wouldn't everybody be there? I don't know, Kinnison? Sure. Yeah. Any dead guy. Any dead person. It really doesn't matter what you want to listen to George Carlin. You want to bring Carlin on and just have him Carlin oh, not be brilliant in front of a bunch of mouth breathing idiots no. on a ship in the middle of the But you gotta remember the podcast that's they're just there for the live recording. The podcast will live forever. So this may be go down as one of the most yeah. amazing episodes of pod I mean, imagine if we did our podcast. Here's a scenario, and we had guess Sam Kennison, Robin Williams, and Murr. I think you said, <laughs> and, and Murr, I believe, <laughs> the really nice guy from Impractical Jokers. Yeah, yeah. I don't Someone know. Say he, the quietest one. But don't you think he'd be horrified by your party practice? Um, no, because he maybe. Let's I mean, say. I mean, if we go, what's my party practice? If we're going smoke. on this ship, we're. Doing old us, we're yes, not. Yes. We're not being Soby Sags and fucking no drinking Dickla. You know, it, <laughs> Dick Dick You're not. Uh, no, I'm <sighs> drinking on this ship. There's no rules. Why would I? Well, there's still I you have your own like self preservation yeah. rules. You can't just run around with your dick out and <laughs> jerking off on people. Why not? If that's the pirate ship, that's the pirate. <laughs> yeah, and if Murr tells you to, you yeah. have to, or you can't be on the show. That's right. Yeah. What if I have an earpiece? <laughs> yeah, and he's being very all right, persuasive. Mike, all right, Mike, take your dick out now. Yeah. Get, get black out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, but it won't fit through my zipper. Sorry, Murr told me to. <laughs> it's like the son of Sam. <laughs> Some guy. Murr's barking in my head. <laughs> Sorry, all the impractical jokers are telling me to kill people in my head. <laughs> so Murr told me to. They look over the side of the boat. There's a dolphin looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the guy claims Q made him do it. Yeah. So. And as far as a dead guy goes, and we mentioned him on the pa- Patreon, but so maybe that's why he's in my head. But Philip Seymour Hoffman, I'm bringing him so me and him could do some hair on. Let's. Track back, because okay. I'm interested in that. But let's track back how there is yet to be a widespread internet thing about Q from Impractical Jokers being Q from QAnon. <laughs> how is those the easily most well, connected? I think like, even every flat earther is like, that's just yeah, two Joseph, on because those. Impractical- and Murr are like... Make them go to the uh, Capitol and and climb the walls. <laughs> because they, I zip think guys, it's because impractical Joker's fans are like the most pure-hearted people that don't even know what's going on with Q and the hell that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like they have a pretty steep Q contingency. I could really? see that yeah. Venn diagram hitting each other. Yeah. Impractical fan. Uh, Listen, Joker's nice people. Well, Staten Island, I guess, aren't exclusive from being susceptible to misinformation. You know what I mean? But they're probably susceptible to 
rioting and storming. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're doing anything about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm just saying that deep down they know that, you know, there's there's a bunch of ships of kids being funneled right into DC. <laughs> Are we still talking about the Jokers here? Uh, um <laughs> so okay, next we one. got I have a bunch from uh Muthoni. Oh, I got one from Muthoni as well. We probably have the same thing. Uh, uh, he said would you push a button? It says bottom, but I'm assuming button. Yeah. Uh Proof, read our messages. The killing, uh, you push a, would you push a button that kills one of your co-hosts if it meant saving immediate family? That's funny because he sent a version of that that said, would you push also a bottom uh, that gives you $1 million, but three random people die in the world at random. Oh. Random. I mean, is that does that mean I just have to push you in the butt to save? I get you push a bottom. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> yeah, just press now, the button. I... It's different. Yours is different because it said kill one of the co-hosts. Kill one of the co-hosts. And then I get to choose which one of you dies. That seems that's going to be tough for you. No, it's not that tough because you have somebody that's living for you. Of she course. relies on you. Of course you kill me. Oh. You're out. Why is it always me that you want to kill? Because you have less to live for. That doesn't. That is true. true if you you are the most because killable. you have a wife. Yeah, like, and he's got a child. Yeah. He's Who got, the fuck cares? What do you have? A, I got family. A too. secret rap career to protect. Yeah, and I got family. Who? <laughs> My mom. You take care you of them. They depend like on them. you. Oh, no, well, you'd be. They'd be. You, they'd be. Take the burden would be taken off yeah. of them. All of a sudden, they'd feel like they were running without a parachute. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Are we going on vacation?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not even notified yet, and they're like, "Oh, why is weight our, has been lifted. Yeah, yeah, why is our cell it. phone bill so much lower all of a sudden?" <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I'm, Are you I'm, on a family plan? How many times do they get hit with the "You're currently at 50 gigs of data. Everybody's slowing down because of." Brand and stories. <laughs> That's funny. It's more of my my sister, if anything. But uh, also, we're we're on like an unlimited data thing. Now. Oh, nice, top yeah. tier. Let's see. Now, I I would say if I had to push a button to kill you guys, I'm not going to do it. You know, because I think here's why. Um, I think that in the long run, we will make far more than a million dollars through this podcast and Patreon together. Oh yeah, I and through our career endeavors. So yeah. millions not enough. No, but if it's would you push that button that gives and? gives you a million dollars, but three random people in the world die? I have no problem with that. People die all the time. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Con boy, boy. all right, killing innocents. He's got more. Um, let's see. If you had to lose, oh, we, I think we've done this before. If you had to lose one of your five senses, which one? We've done that before. Yeah. All right. What Fuck is it. that? What did we say? I'm saying you said no hearing. Oh yeah. Because I still want hearing. to be able to see the world. I want to be able to experience taste and touch. I just don't. I don't need to you hear. You could also it. learn yeah. how to talk in sign language. Because even with cool. even with if you're like oh you lose music, it's like you can still feel like the bass. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's so. what I was gonna say. I feel like deaf people still get the general sense of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can feel it in their hearts. It still swims around their brains, their sense memory, all that stuff. You know, people that turn deaf, but sight, smell, all that shit. It's yeah. just too much right now. I need it right now. Yeah. Everything is dependent on these. Yeah. You get rid of taste, your life sucks. You get rid of smell, your life sucks. Seeing, I could never. I mean, do. it's funny because most people are like, but what about hearing danger? All that stuff. And it's like, we spend so much time like putting ourselves at risk by wearing headphones yeah. anyway yeah. that it's a We're, pointless sense. Oh yeah, I drive around on those revels with my headphones <laughs> oh, on with fucking you. the sound. Uh, oh cool, so you can't even yeah. hear cars and no, people honking. And it's a Headspace app so Brendan's doing the <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the Undertaker eyes. Um, now <laughs> shooting down 2nd Avenue. <laughs> if you're alone, this is this is a good one for Canada I think cuz this would be the most uh, apropos. If you're alone with a small child and a wild dog in a park covered in blood, I guess, approaches you, what do you do? The dog? Yeah, if the dog's covered in blood, you have crew. And it's approaching? It's like, approaching. Like approaching... <laughs> no, it's covered, covered in, blood, in blood, so covered I would assume it's probably not... It's not really making any sounds. Yeah, let's anything. say it's not aggressive, nor so is it happy. Really know. Yeah, you don't know. You could have just oh, killed right. a squirrel. Well... Initially, I'm walking sideways. You ever see that that guy that like just sometimes lays with lions in Africa and the yeah. way he approaches them with his back and it's all very docile. I've watched that enough to think that I can definitely 
just move in with a pack of do- uh, pack of lions. I would do that to the dog where I would I would pick up my boy mm-hmm. and I would just kind of move sideways being no threat. And if the dog continued at some point, then you got to get a little big like it's a bear. You have to be like, ah, ah. And, you know, if they get out of there, what were you? Does but that, I will say, I will say dog? with dogs, when you get big, that's when dogs think that. They're, then they go into, they like, if you want to get a dog dogs. excited, you put your hands over your head and go like, ah, because then they think they're about to either play or and that's like yeah. the, the, the wrestle mode. Well, then at that point, that dog's getting killed. Yeah. Because well, if that's I what I'm move, saying. you got to put down crew. Well, that's what I'm that. saying. If I hands. move away sideways and the, and the dog doesn't move and it keeps, it keeps following us, then I put crew down, get big. And if the dog takes that as a challenge, I'm jumping on top of the dog and squeezing the life out yeah, of it. Yeah, this is crew's like superhero origin story where like you put him in a tree or something and you yeah. go, don't move, don't get out of the tree. And then you fight the dog and the dog kills you. And then he just becomes like, and then he kills he the becomes dog. becomes dog killer. Yeah. yeah. You, well, you ever see the episodes of like Oprah? Where it's superhuman feats of strength by a parent in when their the kid is in danger, and it's like their car gets stuck on the train tracks, and a train's coming, and they're like, "What the fuck? What do we do?" Yeah. And the parent literally like lifts the car uh-huh. because they're just, yeah. they have that ability. I, I would like to see on that. I would like to see um, the next week of that person's life because there always are there's so many documentations of this story of like a woman like lifting up a toyota like enough to her kid to get out um but then like i want to see after they've saved it and the adrenaline's worn off they're like i tore every disc in my back i need ridiculous sir every vertebrae has collapsed (laughs) or their fucking ego is just off the charts and like they get cut off at the grocery store and they just start fucking doing this (laughs) people go you know what i did push everybody picked up a toyota yaris over my arm (laughs) Uh, But with that said, I really do think, and, you know, this is all in my mind's eye, so who knows if it would come to fruition if if reality pressed, but I would, I I could rip the legs, tail, and head off of a dog if it was, if it was trying to hurt my dog. Definitely the tail. Every part of its body. I could leave it being an open wound, hairy sausage on the fucking sidewalk. (laughs) It's just a fucking legless, armless fucking... Just a meat cylinder with no head, no legs, little bit of a bushy tail, even more blood. I'm always willing to punch a dog right in the fucking face if it comes at me. Never allowed in my house. You ever see Far and Away with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? I believe it's their second motion picture together. It's about an Irish guy. Uh, And Tom Cruise is maybe the worst brogue in all of cinematic history. Okay. He fucking decks a horse in the face. Oh, that's fun. Awesome. It's so dope. And that I could absolutely just fucking plop one into I mean it depends what dog because a pit bull would just eat that in a heartbeat yeah its, it's head is alligator strong. yeah the pit bull will be like that dude that was against the in the O'Malley fight just fucking yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just continuing forward <laughs> just keeping walking forward as you're tuning up we yeah, got yeah. one more we got one more question from uh Muthani, Muthani. Um, Muthani would you rather from, uh, I'm from gonna Barcelona. try to I'm from gonna Barcelona. try to interpret and make sense of their question because it's it's written crazily but yeah. essentially would you rather if you couldn't live in the United states and you can only live north in canada or mexico or anywhere in south america choose one country where you live in canada um maybe peru and just take ayahuasca monthly that'd be cool <laughs> you know i i feel like taking like that that would get kind of old you know what i mean you're like i don't want to do ayahuasca. i don't know if it would get old or if it would permanently restructure your brain where it no longer made life objectively fun yeah, it I, would just kind of be like you're on a roller coaster at all times. Here's yeah. the thing Get with South off. America. It's like all of it seems like really beautiful cultures and some of the food in like Argentina and Chile sound amazing and stuff. But also it feels like the crime there outside. It seems way worse than most parts of Mexico. Not like Juarez, obviously, but Mexico. It's like, again, you can live like a king there for, yeah, right. for next to nothing. Where Canada, you're basically paying the same. South America, you're you're paying a lot less too, but you're probably also getting, if you're in Rio de Janeiro or something, it's expensive, but then yeah. you're you know, you're you're like people are getting kidnapped off the street. You right. know what I mean? And held yeah, any, at gunpoint. Any cartel heavy place, which I believe Canada may be without. Uh, yeah, um, I don't necessarily want to go. Like, I guess I could kind of plop down in Tulum and live with a bunch of you know white, whiteies from Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's what that entire place is. But I mean, everywhere. Yeah, maybe Cabo. I've never been, but like all the stories, even of people just kicking open a resort door and just being like. Pfft, 
Yeah. <laughs> of, sorry about that, but it didn't reach you. I know it. It hit on my face. No, that was mustache juice that you had there no, three days no. ago. It was, I watched the globule come I watched it from it landed short. the glob. I, I mean, it is. It was like a Giannis free throw before game six. A <laughs> glob cannon. <laughs> uh, I think the fucking place to go the cartel place would be cool because it could fucking remake who you are. It would be like good for me, dude. Like I go there, you see me. <laughs> cartel the, would toughen you up. Exactly. Yeah. Give you, you see responsibility. Me, you see me in like a year and I have like two revolvers and I'm like speaking perfect Spanish. <laughs> I see. I think Brendan would be a guy where he would, he would be like enough to kill somebody, but he still is squeamish on blood. So he'd have to be like, Oh, ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he dead? Did I get him? Brendan would be known, uh, known as El Vomitos <laughs> yeah. because after every murder, he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Los Woozy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this I'm is a- the handiwork of Los Woozy. <laughs> <laughs> Los Woozy, use the Uzi. <laughs> All right, we got more questions. Um, let's get into this here. We got uh, from. Uh, YL, who says, Que pasa, mi chicos? Uh, would you rather be stuck in a romantic comedy with enemies or a horror TV show with friends? Horror TV show, so yeah. it's never ending. What do you mean? Like a TV show obviously goes longer for movies. There's a reason, right, why they picked movie versus TV show. It's not, they didn't just throw that in randomly. Yeah. The movie is. But you're in horror. You're constantly being like either attempted scared. to be murdered Wait, or. They scared. say stuck forever in both. Yeah, I'd rather be stuck in a romantic comedy with enemies or a hard... I mean, here's the thing. I would definitely rather be in a romantic comedy with enemies because in a romantic comedy, my enemies will probably become my friends at yeah. some point in the end or they'll learn a valuable lesson about being mean to me or yeah. something <laughs> where the horror is just us. If I'm with my friends, that means you guys are probably getting murdered all yeah. around me at yeah. some point. Plus, I don't know if you guys have ever had this. I'm certain you have. But have you ever met somebody and they dislike you immediately and then eventually you have sex with them? Oh, uh, I didn't think it was going to end that way. Yeah, me sense. neither. And I was so much... And not in the same night. Just I'm like, talking, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about over time. Uh, I think so. There's think everyone who I've ever had sex with hated me. Yeah, yeah. Me. Initial impression has never been Brendan's strong suit. So I think <laughs> whoever's was probably like, eh, and then eventually like no, wore me down. It's actually quite the opposite. I make a, an amazing first impression, and then, and then they eventually, and I have sex with them, and then eventually they go, "This is." This is <laughs> Brendan's like no. uh, when Brendan jumps into a pool. There's a big splash initially, oh, yeah. and then it's just kind of pruny, bubbles, pruny. bubbles at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> it just gets real pruny. <laughs> All right, so we I are picture we... Brendan's sex to look like a snow globe. Just Why? The flakes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Everywhere. <laughs> are we convoying on romantic yeah. comedy? <sighs> Yeah, uh, romantic. Hey, now here's the best part. She wrote, yeah, I don't, don't want to shove you into a scythe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, one more question, and then she wrote, Nope, I lost the second question in my pot brain. We'll try harder <laughs> next time. Sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but we do have one from Leslie. Uh, Nan? Leslie Dagnan. Close. Um, Dagnan. If you could help or hinder any serial killer slash evildoer in history, whom would it be? Help or hinder? Yes, and then love the podcast. This, like, isn't my strong... Jim Norton has maybe the most encyclopedic brain for serial killers, and it's just not my... Like, when I look them up, and I'm like, oh, that one, and oh, that one, they, you know, I'm I'm easily reminded, but off the top of my head, I have, like, one. I have Dahmer. That's literally all I know. Ted Bundy? Leatherface? It's like, as soon as people remind me, then I'm like, right, right, those exist as well, but I I just... They're not on the surface of my brain. Ted Bundy, too, is pretty... Richard Ramirez? Who's that? He was like a soccer coach. right? Wasn't he the? He was the guy. Am I? Is that the, the name? Yeah, it is. It's the guy. He was on. Uh, he was actually. He, oh wait, this. Let's scale that, Nicole. The certainty in which you said yes with no. Yeah. Did you even look that up? Went, oh, you looked yeah. it up. Okay, I thought you were just that dude was on like the fucking um. What show was that? The the batch over the fifteen people. He uh, was on the Bachelor. No, he was on what was what was the show? It was oh, like where died. there's a wall between. Uh, there's there's a single person and then there's a wall and then there's three uh, the dating game the dating game yeah. oh yeah that's yeah. right he was on it dude oh yeah I heard about this guy then yeah I didn't know Richie Ramirez was the dating game killer at least killed fourteen <laughs> people and raped and he killed on that show two dozen more Jesus Christ yeah uh, I don't I don't know how you help 
serial killers, you know? Or, or Well, it's somebody that, like, you can kind of get on with their... Like, did anybody serial kill for a good cause? I will say this. This would be the only way I would help or hinder would be, like, mob stuff, you know? Like, right, if you're, yeah. like, like uh, you know, Tommy or Jimmy and Goodfellas or something where you're like, I'm going to help them, you know, maybe hide the evidence, kind of like then... Okay. then Serial killer. Is serial killer someone who just kills many? regardless of motive like can you have a motive to kill that many I, or is it bereft of motive and then you you kill can have a, people you can have a motive that's like you hate women. no apparent motive no oh, apparent really? motive so it's all like symbolism and all that weird shit that they put together in their brain it's the need to do it it's like they're they get like a i have to do this right kind of feeling. but some of them also like a 70 virgin thing yeah. they think they have a higher purpose true i think if you hurt. kill two people after that it's just like you got a taste for blood because i think if you kill one person you're probably like you could be you're 50 50 whether you're like oh god that was the worst thing i've ever done or being like i felt nothing i'm gonna keep doing it but if you kill two people yeah. two separate times and you're like well now death is just or like aaron hernandez he killed three people yeah yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It, it, yeah but then, he knew all of them so he's not a serial killer right well, is he? Or you he's could, just a yeah. mass murderer? Is that what that is? <laughs> no. You could murder. That no, mass murder is like multiple people in, in one, one shot. shot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Serial is oh like God. separate, methodical, which that was, he's a serial killer. But it was all revenge based. So, like, serial killer is bereft of a motive without, I keep saying that word, but it sounds smart. But it can but have like a without, motive, but it doesn't have to have a okay. motive. You're taking my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would hinder Ted Bundy, and I would do it. From afar, in the parking lot, near the car that yeah. he would put women in, yep. I would just stand by like yellow beetle or whatever it was, and just start shouting, "Don't do that!" Yeah, <laughs> no, he's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. He Yo, he kills people. This, this is what he. This, <laughs> that's he's that's for the that. move. <laughs> is you sit on a stoop where like Dahmer's fourteen-year-old Asian boy with a hole in his head runs up to the cops, and they're like, "Move it on, Sally!" And you're like, "May want to take a closer look." Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was so funny to, if I'm just shouting from afar and Ted Bunt, the the woman walks away, and Ted like looks at. <laughs> Dude, that guy looks like, I mean, I know he's very, like, charming and, you know, he was, like, a decent-looking guy and stuff and was, like, just incredibly great with his words and swaying people, mm -hmm. but he looks like, when he's mad, like, he's the scariest person on Earth. Like, his I've face... I've never seen him mad. Yeah, look at that. Even, like, the ones where he's kind of straight-faced, maybe, like, in that... Like, it's just that. It's like you could picture him just over you, squeezing your yeah. throat, it, you know? I gotta say, though, bring up pictures of Brendan. Like, if there was... If there was like, if let's attach Bre like murder to Brendan, right? Like mass murder comes out in two weeks that Brendan's just been fucking taking lives in between recordings of here's a scenario. If we look at his picture with that knowledge, do we also see that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Yep. Now that you mentioned it, yep. I think there, well, at least he only has one picture with a knife on his Instagram, yeah. Things right? are going to start it, changing. If there, was, <laughs> if, there was a, if there was a second picture with a knife, then that would really well, kind of there a second picture lead it to be a... Uh, that would <laughs> I mean, hang on. Go to the most recent, because that should be on the cover of the New York Post <laughs> yeah. when it's announced Man Brendan kills killed friends. de Blasio. <laughs> uh, man kills friends and de Blasio for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. All right. Um, all right. So we've all figured that out. Uh, last question that I got over here from. I don't know if you like us. <laughs> I don't know if it's to Brendan, but I felt it too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I wow. That. Yeah. I don't know. It why. was that strong. I like empath. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And I was like, oh. <laughs> say, okay. For the first time, I felt Brendan. Mm -hmm. um, Doesn't feel good. No. I'm feeling a little Brendan today. Northern, yeah. Northern Nature. Nature guy says you are a bouncer at a highly exclusive nightclub. Which celebrity would you arbitrarily turn away for your own enjoyment? And I'll tell you who mine is. Oh. Kim Kardashian. No kidding. Just to be like, you can't have something. You can't have. Yes, Brendan. You yeah. can't have something. Anything. This yeah. one thing. Yeah. I know I'll get fired for this. Yeah. But you're not coming in. And then I'm she'll okay. be like, fuck you. I'm going to break up Giannis onto Takumpo's marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like one of them is going to absolutely infiltrate his marriage after the NBA finals and God. ruin that man's life. 
I would do um, I would do Doja Cat, and then I would go. I'm just kidding. You remember me? <laughs> you remember me? <laughs> Please. Um, I'll tell you who the scariest person. Nah, get in here. <laughs> the scariest person that you could do this to, but deserves it, is Chris Brown. Yeah, because dude, my buddy. So Chris Brown was at the Yankee game, right? And he's, you know, it is a couple years ago. The Rihanna stuff is fresh. All of his shit at home. Remember that? All the cops were going to his house yeah. all the time, and he like threw a duffel bag of automatic automatic. I remember that out his window, and they just like picked it up and were like, "What?" And he had you know pounds of weed. There were girls leaving the house with like bloody lips. It was just a fucking nightmare. And my buddy. Was at the Nick game and they showed and they showed Chris Brown up on the thing and people you know most people like cheered and booed like it was kind of a mix and he was like boo fuck Chris Brown like that volume you know from his seat and apparently Chris's entire row of bloods was sitting behind them and were like you're fucking dead we're killing you <laughs> after this game and my buddy's <laughs> with game. his wife like what and they're like. You're dead. And they're like, we're calling him right now. He literally watched them pick up the phone. He watched Chris Brown pick up the phone. They discussed beating this my buddy up after the game. You wanted to do something about this? And then you're just being like, what is he saying? <laughs> yeah. What is he yeah. saying? Don't influence. Don't say we should beat him up, right? You got to yeah. ask him fairly. You have to say the same. You got to say yeah. it. Don't say, add anything. Don't yeah. lead the witness. Don't lead don't. the witness. Just <laughs> what did he say? Can you put on speaker? Tell him I said hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, run it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. 16 year old. So what happened? Uh, so him and his wife left in like the second quarter. Oh, my God. Yeah. They just got the fuck out of the game. And uh, I guess probably told a bunch of security guards on the way out. They wanted to make as much space between them and, uh, you know, the gang of whatevs that wow. left in MSG. Oh, Terri my terrifying. God, that's terrifying. So yeah. Chris Brown, Kim Kardashian, who are you keeping out? Uh, well, I said Doja, oh, Doja Cat yeah, as a right. joke, but it would be funny to watch someone try to do that to Chris Brown, like through shaking, just like, sorry, he would, you cannot tune me up. Yeah. Like it, it, without a question. He's like five, six, isn't he? I, it doesn't matter. He is one of the most athletic people ever. It, the way he dances, the way he plays sports, like he dunks. Six one. Uh -oh. he, he's, he can dunk really easily. He can, yeah. he's just like. He's all springs. He's a human made out of springs. It's insane. So I don't. He's a human made of springs. Dude, they, need human to get mattress. they need to get him in this celebrity boxing shit. If, if Jake Paul wants to really show out, go against fucking Chris Brown. Yeah. Dude, yeah, you dude. know. Damn, Rihanna's tall. She's 5'8". Yeah. Wow. Huh. I would keep out. But still uh, punching down. I would keep out Joe Biden just because I think it would be funny to like be, <laughs> to be like not looking at him going like, no, nah, man. <laughs> you just go no on. Come like, on, like, man! Hey, come on, man! Hey, man! Hey, man! Come on! Let me in, man! I was just in there. Come on! <laughs> it is funny because we're so as new. As John Wayne used to say, <laughs> "Let me in." Probably. <laughs> yeah, let me in. N word, which is probably what John Wayne would always say. <laughs> um, now, I do think that uh, it is funny that we're so new into the Biden presidency, and I think it was also because Trump was maybe one of the easiest people to impersonate. That like. Nobody does like a great Biden impression yeah. yet. All of us are struggling to be like, hey, come on. We're like trying to get our old voice yeah. calculated just right to be like, ah, come on, man. And like geezer well, it up a little bit, like tuning, and tuning. I, I also think that it's been a very clear um, strategy to make the American people forget there's a president. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. he is not out in these streets. No, you don't no, hear no. from him. It's like, you know, whatever, maybe a South Lawn thing refreshing. or whatever. The it, it, kind of, but it's, it's also so like, what, <laughs> what sketchy shit is. But that's how every president was before. I know, him. and I'm not with it. Oh. I'm not with any of it. I don't like what any of What would you them. like? What would you want in a president? <laughs> what would I want? Yeah, I want nothing I would want will a, make me happy. I would want a non-bloodthirsty uh, non kid fucker that uh, actually services the American people and listens to... Uh, but to, if he does, he won't have enough idea. time to be interacting with the public on a day-to-day -day basis. That's right. But at least we'd hear about things that were actually getting done instead of... You want him to fuck kids, though? No, no. I said a non-bloodthirsty kid fucker. That's right. Oh, oh I, I thought you went. He just wants non-bloodthirsty, comma. I also want him to be a kid fucker. I want him comma. to be a non-thirsty, bloodthirsty, kid fucker. I, I'll settle for one out of two. <laughs> yeah, a bloodthirsty non-kid fucker. Yeah. Wow. Look at Brendan coming up with the uh, grammar uh, gymnastics right there. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, get another question. Let's go. Okay.
I did take pictures. That of- was that was you doing the scene in Sopranos when they decide to go to war with New York and Sill and and Tony start throwing like shadow really punches at each other. <laughs> I totally. Please isolate just the really. Oh, that was, I don't remember. It was I so earnest. That <laughs> really, really, really. You think some a sill? Okay. I don't know, T. <laughs> you just it's just De Niro. De Niro. De Niro. Is that De Niro? Yeah, it's oh, your like, De Niro I for sure. <laughs> hey, Brendan always finds a way to work his De Niro in. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> If you, Two months ago, someone told him it was a great De Niro. I think we did on the podcast, and yeah, he's been working it ever since into everything. Pretty good. Instagram stories. <laughs> that was your worst one by far. Well, you know, they can't all be touchdowns. So if you were to be executed tomorrow but could decide the method, how would you prefer to go? And the big book of if put a little picture of a syringe and a bottle of pills. <laughs> <laughs> Just to help aid your answer. Yeah. You know what? I would like to uh, have sex with an AIDS-infested woman, oh. and then die organically. But you're going to die That's in a, a long, terrible, horrible, terrible death. way. That's fine. I mean, hey, pussy ain't that good. Am I right, Phyllis? <laughs> <laughs> That's not your camera. It is my camera. I uh, know. I thought I could confuse you. I'm always confused. That's my secret. We've hit a lull in the last three minutes Um, (laughs) because of me. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think what I would do is I'd walk the plank off of a fucking building because it's scary, but you do not feel the pain when you hit the ground. No. And also it would be pretty funny because you wouldn't have the time to think like you don't stand at the edge of the diving board and be like, and then finally jump off. If you're walking the plank to on a Close building, your you're getting blown off. off the plank before you make it to the end. Yeah, you're probably rolling your ankle and falling <laughs> off the side, hitting most of the, the little outside building juts on the way down. Just a whipping wind off the Hudson knocks you directly yeah, that was, to six. Oh, it'd be so brutal. You gotta hope, too, that the building's tall enough to where you have such lack of oxygen that you pass out <laughs> before you hit the ground. Because the whole rest of the way, you'd be uh-huh. screaming and crying and like, yeah. I don't want to do this. I regret this. Brendan hitting the pavement, though, would be like a human water balloon. Splat. Like just, you ever see those if you high, like in the water balloon wraps around a fist or whatever, (laughs) like all and then slow motion breaks. That would be Brendan on the floor. I'm changing my answer. I want to die the way that guy went in the Titanic movie, and I want to hit the fucking <laughs> hit the hit the table the propeller, ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. yeah, yeah, the drown. Oh, see, I want to be like the Italian man that every from the first ten minutes that everybody conveniently forgot about, and then shows up in the last fifteen and gets hit by one of those girders that just comes down into the Atlantic. On oh top my! And they're like, get a motion, and it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Que cosa? Ah, <laughs> oh, cinema. <laughs> <laughs> so heavy. I'd like to accidentally wrong a made man. You know, disrespect him in some way. Two in the back of your fucking two in the back, the head. Just I'm eating my veal parmesan at that same restaurant because it was so good last time. Even though that one guy was a fucking asshole for some reason at the bar that I told him off, and now I'm eating there again. I see some suspicious people giving me eyes, but that's not my problem. I'm just being paranoid. And then, and then, yeah, lights out, baby. I while like I'm eating a veal parm. Happen. Can we? I know some guys. You know. Nobody. I know, you know somebody. You know, men. you know somebody that would shoot Feeney. Yeah, his name's Mike Cannon. Next question. <laughs> his name's Louis J. Gomez. <laughs> That's at the end. I shot guns with Louis, and so that was his chance. We were out in the middle of the woods in nowhere, Connecticut. That was his opportunity to kill me. Wow, I would wow. not have done that. Yeah, you great time. T- tweet about that. Hey, Lewis is a good guy. Yeah, he didn't kill me. Flores. He had a clear chance. He had a yeah. clear chance to kill me, and he didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a good opportunity to jump in on that Twitter thread. <laughs> Eleven days yeah, into the-, the to the never ending hundred year Twitter war that no one gives a fuck about mm-hmm. except the three people involved, and everybody else is eye rolling. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. can't even you you clicked on one of them and now they just keep showing you all three people on your Twitter timeline even though you don't follow two of them and it just won't stop and go away. Yeah, grow the fuck up. Anyway. (laughs) This is all Brendan. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't care. I'll fucking do this alone. I don't need you. (laughs) If you could play any position on your favorite sports team, what would it be? I don't want to go first on this (laughs) 
but I can do it alone, he why, says. Why? Because you don't know the positions in roller derby? <laughs> I want to be big bo- big girl. Big, I want to be the enforcer of big, roller yeah. derby. I want to be the goon. I could picture Brendan on eight wheels just absolutely shoulder shaking. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's that's the position I'm picking. The goon on a hockey team. <laughs> the fucking just cow, cow. Like, hockey makes it more tough. I'm talking wood floor. I could yeah. do that. Roller derby. I, think I could do Minimal that. pads. Women. <laughs> and I bet oh, we should try to make this happen. We should There's make some way. Somebody knows a roller derby team. I think actually there are comedians that used to play. Maybe Leah, uh, Leah Bonima maybe used to play a roller derby. <laughs> but uh, we should get access to that because Brendan doing roller derby would be pretty exciting. I'd break every bone in my goddamn body. So the question is what position for any sports? Would what you position? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, Top clam. If you could play any position on your favorite sports team, what would you be? I mean, center fielder for the New York Yankees is pretty fantastic. You're running out in the grass. You can fucking make center some catches. Field. Coming out. Yeah. Number I like center. Center is you're the you're the leader of the outfield. You get to turn around and finger gun with the people in the audience. You don't really have to worry about anything until the ball gets hit to you. Yeah. And then you know, for the most part, then you get to throw the ball. In. Being a pitcher is like there's so much on you. Infielder, this ball's coming 120 miles an hour at your face. Get me in the outfield. Let me see it. Make a, a diving catch every once in a yeah, while. Is there is there a more? Uh, You'll, you'll not know this, but is there a more stressful moment in a child's life than when they're just looking at daffodils, hanging out, and then all of a sudden you hear, Mike, look up! And you're like, no! Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah. run and follow uh, the fucking yeah. ball. Dude. You're like, it's to me! This is my Dude. only chance in three hours! Even in softball, well, that's the thing that I feel like people don't who don't play sports don't think about is like when you play baseball, there's maybe like one to two things hit to like each. I mean, obviously first base and shortstop are more and stuff, but like left field, you may not get one thing hit to you all game. There's yeah. there's that chance. So when it every time, even when I play slow pitch softball, when a ball gets hit in my direction, I'm immediately have like butterflies in my stomach because yeah. I'm like, don't fuck it up because who knows if I'm going to get another jet. Mm. And then you're, you know, even if it's like an easy pop up, you're like, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> like running, you're like trying so hard. The address. I can't imagine being in a playoff atmosphere, you know, 50,000 people screaming at you while you're trying to do it. I wonder if any of them take beta blockers. I bet they do. Or if that's even allowed. I do feel like um, baseball, weirdly enough, feels more I feel like I would perform better in baseball under a large circumstance because it's like you know you can get the stress out of torquing a bat and even you might overswing and strike out and stuff but you can and you can run where I feel like basketball if I had 40,000 people like screaming or jeering me while I was trying to like go a layup I would t-rex arm it or I would overshoot it I think it's all about what you're comfortable playing because yeah. they, like that environment sounded easier to me than the baseball <laughs> yeah, thing, where yeah. I was like, oh yeah, just people yelling at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a, what, an out loud YouTube comment. Yeah. That. That's perfectly. It fun. is really funny to be like, I wonder if they take beta blocks. And we know people that take that shit for like auditions at the cellar. So oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they're, I think. But you I, know it what it is? A, it might be a PED. They might not be. Yeah. Allowed. But you know what it um, is, though, is like, I think with baseball, whenever you're holding the baseball, when you're trying to get rid of it, almost no matter in what position you're in, you're trying to get rid of it as hard as you possibly can. So yeah. there's no finesse level where with basketball, you have to shoot it just the right strength each time. You can't just throw it as hard as you can yeah. every single time. Well, well, there is finesse. But what's interesting about baseball is is all the finesse comes from practice. And yeah, and everything, your wrist. Everything in the moment is just what I've learned. Yeah. You know what I mean? So once you do it, it's all muscle memory. It's mm-hmm. everything that just boom, boom. That's how it happens. So, but, you know, it's all practice. So I bet they get there like, there's no stressor because they take 5,000 pop-ups every day. You know, they're just used to whatever. And yeah. they've been playing in that environment. But I just read a thing which was interesting about baseball. Uh, this is a baseball podcast um, about how it used to be a, a sport played amongst nine people or 10 people, right? The hitter and then nine position players. And now it's a sport played between two, <laughs> the pitcher and the hitter. Yeah. It's like the most boring sport because of that. Major League Baseball has a lot of figuring out to do because it's such a pitcher heavy league. Well, they took all the sticky stuff up and now batting average across the league. Everything has got all the offense is like coming oh, really? back really fast once they stopped letting them have this. They let them use this like sticky tack on it. The pitchers, well, they didn't let them, but they just didn't 
say no to them and enforce it. And they said that when they were letting go of the baseball, they found this out last year when there were no crowds in the stadium because you couldn't hear all the screaming in the audience. The pitcher... The sound when the pitcher would let go of the ball, they said sounded like Velcro ripping. That's how that's oh. how sticky the shit was. Like, cool. That's what it was. That's how sticky the shit is that they had on their fingers that they were throwing. That's why they were everybody was striking like, out and like nobody was whiffle. hitting. That's like wiffle yeah. ball breaking shit. Yeah. It's impossible. You just have to sit on it and hope. And guess. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, obviously I would play point guard for the Knicks. That would be oh, yeah. maybe the best. I mean, I've played in the Madison garden. Square. I've played on the garden floor before. The first time I ever did it, one of my I Maybe I've talked about this, but in high school, one of, when I was a junior, our senior center, who was six foot two, he, um, wow. he, his mother was like an executive for MSG, still might be. And she got us in to practice and then see MIT, NIT games like we sat floor and stuff. It was really great. But I remember going out onto that floor and it, it was like emotional, dude. I was like, it was a sophomore year, junior year. I was like. 15, 16, and I got out there and I just I just knelt down and I kissed the middle of MSG floor because I was like, this is That's it. Awesome. This is the closest to what the Vatican means to some people yeah, yeah, yeah. as it would to me. For like, sure. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is the cathedral. If I got into Yankee Stadium on like the outfield, I would like take my shoes and socks off and go. Oh, yeah. In the you grass. have to shoeless show that. Yeah. I would I would strip nude. <laughs> just, just fucking do pure golden retriever ass rubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cross center field. <laughs> I got to be in the dugout for, I was on in, in Shea Stadium back then. I went, because from my uh, college, we did the journalism class. We got to go in the dugout, interview the manager and That's some of the cool. players. Wow. Cool. Uh, no, it was Jerry Manuel at the time who was, who was the replacement coach after they fired uh, Willie Randolph uh, unceremoniously in a Bush League way. And Jerry Manuel was like the bench coach but he was like this take no shit type of player where he was he was talking about what uh one of the players not running out of play to first base like he was just kind of lollygagging it and they talked about in the post game about it and he goes yeah if he keeps doing that i'll cut him i don't give a fuck like he like like stab him not cut him from the team like i'll cut i'll cut a guy if he doesn't do that like he was threatening like that's the level that he went but he was like such a nice guy it was just cool to be like you know in the press box you're standing on the field you got the passes you go in a separate way you're in the dugout and you're like this is so fucking cool and stuff like that but um you know if it was a yankees stadium it would have been even more but the fact that it was a mets i was like all right still still cool (laughs) i've been to i've been to like you know a lucky 15 Yankee games in my life like you know it's a lucky experience especially as a kid to go there and I've been to minimum 30 Mets games. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't care less. Yeah. It's a beautiful ballpark. Oh, I went to Old Shea. I remember Old Shea. Shea was a piece of shit. It was a real rickety piece of shit, but it was fun, man. That vibe felt like you were going to, like, the Hudson Valley Renegades. It was the working class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, every plumber in Queens. Just bright orange seats. Yeah. Um, I've gone to the uh, Long Island Ducks game. Me too. And they give you the little little fucking quack noisemakers. (laughs) <laughs> What's next? Okay, here's another question. If you could have a year, any place uh, in the world, all expenses paid, where would you go? A year. Uh, I think, uh, like, you know, we've we've mentioned how great this place is. I think, like, Switzerland would be fucking awesome. Switzerland. Switzerland. Did we talk about Switzerland? Yeah. Awesome. I think we did last time uh, when I said I showed you those pictures. Oh, yeah. That little, oh, that, little that little town with all the... Yeah. yeah the Any kind of Christmassy town I fucking love. Like, Quebec City is, like, is awesome. You could just go to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I've been to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's not Christmassy. It's yeah. literally named Christmas Town. Is it? Yeah. So I don't know Jesus what you're talking. I don't think you've ever been there. I, I feel like I have. You definitely haven't because the There's whole a, thing is a Christmas theme. But it's, isn't there a place to do stand up out there? I don't know. I went there for a TV show recently or a TV like show that out there. But if that's Phil true, then I want to go to come Christ- out. I want to go to Christmas Town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's make let's go to Christmas Town to film it. Mm-hmm. Patreon. Stop. Okay. We'll go to Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, I think if I get a year to live anywhere, I mean you know, initially I was like, Hawaii is very expensive. So again, I'm thinking value, but I'm choosing. It's all expense paid. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, what's the most value I could get? What would be the most expensive place I could live for a year? Because that would be the most. But I think it's got to be, I would go like Almafi Coast in Italy and just be on one of those. Yeah. Pull up a picture of the Almafi Coast, Nicole. I is mean, that just talented Mr. Ripley area. 
That is, right? Okay, Luke is getting yeah. a nod. I love that movie, and also Matt Damon in those sweet little Italy shorts. I'm in. Oh my. I mean, it is, I mean, look, Woo! it is just like everything you picture when it comes, they have beaches, it's just uh, the best food you've ever had. Life is like, it actually wouldn't be that expensive, because life is kind of like simple there, you know? But it is, it is just gorgeous. I'd live wow, there. that's yeah. beautiful. Look at that sunset picture, too, by the way. That Come on, what are we doing? What are we doing here? God, look Get out of here. That's Paris. That's we, one of those places you go to once, go and you go, what fucking idiots we are for living anywhere else? Yeah, I know. we live in piss and squalor. Yeah, but we're like, then we, I, you know, I try every time when I went to Italy, I was like, ah, but they don't have stand up and they don't have like the they television and movie up. scene that we have, and they're like, oh, but everyone's happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> Nicole, yeah. would you move for us? <laughs> if we Absolutely. went, okay, cool. So we actually we, went, uh, we make each other laugh. <laughs> Did we uh, make it a pass? And you know, if we moved to Italy, we might be the three strongest comedians in Italy in terms of just <laughs> reps and talent. I mean, we I, we won't be able to relate to these people. I, yeah, I got to be honest. Looking at these pictures, I don't know if they need to laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. life is too good. <laughs> yeah, they're like, the what time, would you add? We uh, don't get or need humor. The only yeah. time we laugh is when you're holding your woman. And you're laying in bed and you laugh. <laughs> At all the other people. She, she laughs. Living life different. You lay in bed with your woman, you take out your penis, and she laughs. <laughs> but she laughs. <laughs> all right. All right. That's cool. Where did you say? I don't know. Is there any but is there anywhere <laughs> besides that? Like, now I have no idea. Well, here's the thing that I keep telling you that I gotta eventually just do. And if when I when I you don't hear from me again, that's what happened. Is that Erica has a family member that owns an olive farm, like and like owns like a, a house and an olive farm Whoa. attached to it on the Amalfi Coast, and they're trying to sell it and they can only sell it to somebody in the family and like the house is kind of like you'd have to kind of like level the house and build a new one but it's that view and you're like well then what are we doing guys just that <laughs> could be our patreon yeah yeah i'll remote it from there <laughs> slash scenario pod sign up i mean unbelievable do you could you imagine if the family sold it to erica and then found out it's a content hit house yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like you fucking dildos we sold you an olive farm you started growing weed yeah you ruined the we still got olives yeah. <laughs> yeah doing tiktok dances where we're all standing in line and dancing saying a certain line yeah <laughs> I mean, our content would crush. Lucas, would you move for us? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Hell yeah, dude. Okay. Patreon.com slash scenario pod. 500 Patreon members. We're moving to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my family was like very like, listen, Erica, we, we will buy it as a family and then just make it like a like a family timeshare where we can yeah. all share it. You Because that's the thing. That's the only thing that sucks about if you have a nice place that's in another country, you go... Well, then you never want to see any other part of the world. Right. Because it's like, at most, you can go there once a year. So you're like, what are you going to, twice a year? So you have to keep going back and maintaining and fixing things up. imagine how ugly that would get if you guys got a divorce? (laughs) Like, that would be... Just families pecking at each other. It would be that little place awesome in Amalfi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dive in, get my fresh oysters from the sea, and then come out with the fucking little, little, little oyster knife. Yeah, you have a six pack for some reason now. I'm golden brown, like golden grams. Yeah, <laughs> your hair is down to your back, like yeah. Oh, we'd all grow our hair. I would absolutely oh, yeah. grow my hair. <laughs> Brendan would have four strands coming down, <laughs> down, down to his ass. <laughs> <laughs> just like Smeagol, just like these. St- <laughs> My flashes. Fucking Bill Murray and King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Brendan uh, really does have white Trey Young hair. <laughs> oh, please don't say that. <laughs> As sad as fuck, dude. Okay. Uh, now I empathize. <laughs> now I empathize. Now I feel <laughs> now I empathize. Uh, if you had to choose the title of your autobiography, what would it be? This is a good question. Dickless and unafraid. The Mike Cannon story. <laughs> I would question the unafraid thing, though. <laughs> of being dickless. <laughs> I, I ain't afraid of not having a dick. Yeah, buddy. dude. I'm a courageous Ken doll. <laughs> courageous courageous Ken doll's a great one. Yeah, that's right, a good, good. name. Yeah. That's the new one. What about you? Uh, <laughs> can't think of anything. I'm still thinking of <laughs> Brendan Sackalow. Slow and retarded. <laughs> No, those are names of the chapter. And then the book cover is one of those like caution slow kids playing signs. No, it's just me sitting in, <laughs> sitting in a corner with a big dunce hat. 
I liked mine. I, uh, you had a good one. You like? I liked yours better. Um, oh, I think right. mine Bag would be out. Mike Feeney. Who did it better? I, <laughs> you, yours would just be who? It wouldn't even say your name. <laughs> yeah, it's it. like the OJ book. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. it says if I, I did, did it. it yeah, yeah, it would yeah, say yeah. Mike yeah. Feeney. Who? And then in little things inside the H, did it better? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like to do a nice reveal in my autobiography, too. Like, the last chapter. Be like, you know, go through the chronicling of the whole life, and then at the end, be like, by the way. It I, wasn't. I've, been I've, dead I've, this I've had $40 time. million dollars, uh, outside <laughs> yeah. a small bank in Detroit. Good luck. You know? yeah. Yeah, or, by the way, Robert Durst is innocent. It was me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, how great would it be to just confess to something on your deathbed? Like, you, you die, and in your will, in your estate, it goes like... Once I've died, you release this book publicly, and then you find out some crazy, like... Dude, I was going to say, though, how awful would it be if you were on your deathbed and you feel your life slipping away and you're like, it was me. <gasps> and then they stab you with a keep you alive serum. And, like, Ugh! and they're like, yeah. off to jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that's what's so frustrating because a lot of times in this world, we don't get answers, right? Like with the, with the Ted Bundy thing, like he, you know, he denied, denied, denied it. Always just claimed he was innocent. Everybody was setting him up. They say that in like the moments leading up to the, uh, the electric chair that he did admit it to some of the people, but then none of that's on record. Um, ultimately, he confessed the night before the execution. Yeah, they said that, but there's no, like, video footage of that, where they have all these interrogations on video, and then that's the one yeah. that they don't, yeah. and you're like... He just whispered it through the bars. I thought he, gave he only confessed Bible. to a fraction of his crimes, too. At that point, it's like, dude, once you com uh, com like admit to 30 homicides, you're like, yeah, actually, it was 70 and hear them all. Like, why not? Well, this sounds really reasonable coming from somebody who hasn't murdered anyone. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like, he may have had a few screws loose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also had a wife. So he was probably some of those killings probably like. Well, that was like probably the second lied wife. about some stuff. And he's like, I can't. He had, a, he had a wife after he got sentenced to death. She like like a like a fan she, yeah, yeah. who wrote in and then they got married. I watched something on Netflix about that women that uh, are super into serial killers. And mm -hmm. there was like an 80 year old German serial killer that used to like that had this fucking 19 year old chick come in and like suck his awful dick every <laughs> one, like once a month. Dude, that's like the that episode of Seinfeld where George dates the convict because he's like, it's perfect. I go see her. I leave. Get back to my life. It's yeah, easy. Dick. Yeah, and, then yeah. she, and then she escapes and he's like, uh oh, <laughs> dude, sucking an old dick must feel like chewing an already been chewed warm piece of gum. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like just the texture of that and how everything is all over the place. Yeah, I think There's you stop getting skin. head at some point in life. Not me. I think I'm going to have my wife pop her dentures out and fucking gum me up like she's a baby teething. Nice. Yeah, I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what the age is you stop 75? 70? <laughs> Uh, hey, as, 60s, long as, like. as long as someone's still sucking, I'm still pulling it out. That's right. <laughs> That's the name of my biography. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode, everybody. Uh, Thanks for watching. Again, here's the scenario.com, uh, iTunes, leave a review, patreon.com slash scenario pod, sign up. We put out so much content on there. You got three different tiers. It's, uh, I mean, this is the most interactive podcast on the goddamn planet. And That's as right. you see, if you reach out to us, we will get back to you. And if we, anybody we didn't get to, we'll get to next week. And, uh, we thank you very much for yeah. doing it. I'd like to quickly say, uh, I don't know when this comes out, but if you guys are in town, uh, if you're in Connecticut, August 5th through the 7th, come see me at comics, Mohegan sun. I'll be headlining that. Uh, and I'm bringing Casey Balsham with me, who will be uh, a newlywed. She'll just have been married, so she's oh, spending her so honeymoon exciting. in Uncutsville with me. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. so uh, come hang out with us, and uh, you know, grab your tickets now. It'll be great. MikeFeenyComedy.com for other dates, and watch my special radio. I have a bunch of dates as well. Uh, the July 30th and 31st, I'll be in Washington, Spokane. Come out to that four shows Friday and Saturday night. Uh, then MikeCannonComedy.com for all the dates. Me and Sags are going to go on a pretty sweet little run there in October. We're going from a Ohio into Illinois into Chicago. Uh, it's going to be a really good time. I got more and more dates coming in, so check that out. Mike Cannon Comedy on the YouTube. 
Big shout out to Nicole, our producer, for not only killing it on this show with the clips, with the edits, with everything, but she's also the brand new editor of Mike Takes Edibles. She did the uh, the soccer episode with Lucas and I. Absolutely crushed it. So many comments from the Patreon members about what a great job she did. That will be out mass uh, to everybody for free very, very soon. But uh, yeah, big shout out to her and uh, follow her on all of her social as well. Nicole, yeah, where's your, what's your social? Uh, My Instagram. Security number. Yep, I got it. Uh, my Instagram is <laughs> Nicole C. Lorman. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah, you're actually fired. Yeah. <laughs> right, you put it on the Instagram story. So if you just go to Here's the Scenario Pod, you'll get my social security. Oh, perfect. Nice. My Instagram is Nicole C. Lyons, and my website is NicoleLyons.co. Hell yeah. Dot com was taken. Nice. And Wendons? I don't know if we said this, August 11th. Oh, that's the most important oh. one. We are doing live. She's stand up. We're doing podcasting in Royersford, Pennsylvania. And we have a special guest stopping by, too. Yeah, we have a couple. Confirmed. Couple yeah. Couple guests. Soul Joel's Comedy Club. Come the fuck out. Let's pack that shit. Let's pack that dome. Yeah, we're looking to sell out. We already sold about half the tickets, actually. Joel texted me, so we're doing fuck great. Yeah. Incredible. We can fit 400 motherfuckers under that bubble, so come out. Bubble. We're doing uh, some stand up, doing live podcasts. Like we said, we got guests. We got a couple, uh, couple tricks up our sleeve. So August 11th, Royersford, PA, South Jersey, Pennsylvania, Philly, all the surrounding areas come out. Very rarely do you get to see all three of us on a bill, Hell especially yeah. on the road, since we're all just, uh, you know, demanding much, much more money than uh, these venues have. So just uh, come out. Soul Joel. Very excited. Fuck yeah. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Here's the scenario is Mike Feeney, Mike Cannon, and Brendan Sagalow. Executive producers Robert Kelly and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information about the show, visit Here's the Scenario.com. The scenario.